Welcome to the Mindset, Money and Manifestations podcast. My name is Jennifer Grace and I'm a business and mindset coach who's gone from manifesting all of the wrong things to manifesting all of the right things and building a coaching business to show others just how to do that. So if you're a spiritual woman who knows that you get what you focus on, then this podcast is for you. We discuss all things mindset, the universe, abundant living, entrepreneurship, coaching, living your version of a spectacular life and growing a six-figure business that you're totally in love with. If this sounds like it's for you, then hit subscribe. Maybe your intuition has led you here and I can't wait to hear more about you too. Now, sit back and enjoy. Hello, my loves. Happy autumn, fall vibes, happy September, happy pumpkin spice latte season. I'm just so here for it. Hope all is well in your world. I have got a lot to tell you about what's been happening in my world. So, um, first of all, hi, if you are new or if it's been that long, you've forgotten what this podcast is even about. So (laughs) hi, I'm Jen. I'm your host. I have been MIA for a while. Um, I don't even know where to begin. I've made notes and everything, but I don't even know where to begin with how to, to just start and say this. But I suppose I'll say that I did an Instagram post last week um, when I was away on holiday in Cyprus, which was delish, and um, just was really honest about some things that have been happening. And this morning I said to myself, like, I want to record a podcast today. I feel like I kind of need to address the elephant in the room as to why I've been so quiet and off social media and all the things. Um, And then I was like, do you really need to talk about this? But something intuitively was like, intuitively was like, absolutely yes. And I'm like, "Mm, right, okay. So there's no getting around that. So let's get started. So I've had a lot of stuff come up and have been has been going on for me in like the last kind of year year and a half um and most of it has been I thought most of it had been around where is my business going why does it not feel aligned anymore to do the work that I've been doing as in selling um higher ticket coaching programs to women in business and obviously with such a, a spiritual mindset element and money mindset work in it but there was loads of business coaching in that for coaches mainly and it just didn't feel aligned anymore and so much has changed and shifted within the industry (laughs) if you can hear Jasper barking in the background he's agreeing with me um and I was just like it just doesn't flow it doesn't feel right anymore it doesn't feel good anymore I'm kind of disillusioned with this the way that the industry has become and people are charging ridiculous amounts of money for for not much um transformation on the other side for their clients in in my opinion um and when I'm talking ridiculous amounts of money just to put it into context I'm talking like um one two three four five hundred thousand pounds or dollars um for coaching with them so I'm talking I'm talking like more than your house for a lot of people and I was just like well that's not where I aspire to be and uh, it just this whole thing for coaches as well has become like if you're not earning a lot of money then you're not doing it right and if you're not earning a lot of money then 
um, something is wrong because it's really easy to do and it's really quick to do. And it's just not true. And, and I have been, I don't want to get all negative with this, but I have just been battling with that and having these conversations with a lot of people. Um, and it, it, something just didn't feel right anymore. So I was just like, I don't think this is what I want to do. I don't think if it's coaching for me, which I love, I don't think I want it to be working with people who want to build their business so quickly, but there is so much mindset growth that goes in that there's so much understanding of how to write a post that will take off and how to get your energy aligned in the right place and all of those things. And a lot of people are working with coaches, I think, just to get themselves to a place of advancing really, really quickly. And sometimes it's not the path we're on. So anyway, let's let me don't let me start going on about that again. But that's that's kind of in a nutshell where I've been. And it just felt really out of alignment for me. And if something doesn't feel in integrity, I just can't I just can't do it. Um and so I stopped. I've stopped working with I've done a little bit of coaching recently, but I've stopped working with most clients I've not taken any um longer term clients on the last couple of podcast episodes I've done I've talked about doing smaller more bite-sized like intensive sessions and stuff um and yeah so that that was that and at the same time I have been working doing different work from home so I've I've always worked as um well not always but I've worked for a long time in contracting in banking and I have um, taking some contract work on where I'm working from home and I'm flourishing in that. And it's just been so enjoyable to just have that to think about and not have to think about where the next sales are coming from and how to create content and we, like all of those things. And it's been really great to do. And on a side note, it's been something that I have not once said to myself, my business has failed because I have gone back to work. It's not that narrative whatsoever. I've gone back to contracting and I'm doing some work that I am really enjoying and really loving doing because I always used to enjoy it and I left it because I wanted to become a coach. But the the reality was that I didn't always have the confidence to do the stuff that I'm doing now in contracting and I, and I didn't think I could and now I've really addressed that so my career is is really flourishing and that's beautiful and I, I'm so here for it I'm so on that trajectory of it but that doesn't mean that I don't still love what I do here it doesn't mean for if this applies to you in any way you think oh my god like someone is, is actually saying that it doesn't make you a failure. It doesn't. It doesn't mean your business is finished. It doesn't make you a failure if you've gone back to, quote unquote, back to work, if that's what you want to call it. It doesn't mean that you can't do something you want to do. It just means you've made a different choice. For me, it wasn't like I had to. I just made a different choice. And it was really a good choice because I've got so much routine and stability happening. So that's the first thing. The second thing that's been happening that's been really big is that I have been feeling, even though I've loved the um, the stability and the routine and the like, the the work from home vibes, and I've really got myself into a lot of productivity. More to come on that, but I have been feeling off at certain times of the month with my cycle, way more than normal and for longer than normal, and. Sometimes even during the month, I have way more bad days than good days emotionally and I can really feel it. You know, that time before your period where you just feel like 
I just hate my life and I hate the world and I hate my partner and like what have I done and I've made the wrong choices and all of that I've had that but it's it doesn't disappear it's like it's been there a lot and it's been horrible really really horrible and um last year I started to notice just how much I was in procrastination mode and I'm like I'm I'm the queen of procrastinating and I um I'm really good at it and working from this is another huge thing about going back to work working from home serving clients working for me only me as a team of one is not good for me because I really struggle to prioritize to to make myself sit down and work um to get things done I'm very much like fly by the seat of your pants I'm a manifester I'll call it and but that constantly feels like there's a million things that I haven't done that I should and it feels quite pressured it doesn't feel organized and and there's a lot of adrenaline in that um and I've really noticed that I need that kind of stability in myself and I couldn't find it and I and I was just like what's going on plus the emotional stuff and then what happens on social media is everyone seems to be really talking about ADHD and that is is something that I once considered that maybe I had as a child because I used to daydream and sit and look out the the window at school and be screamed at and completely missed it and was totally you know zoning out and daydreaming for entire lessons and chapters and months of my life (laughs) um I never really thought about that much again but then as I'm as I'm hearing more and more about it now like god bless social media for bringing this to our attention and I'm very aware that a lot of people will be like oh everybody thinks they've got that now but for some of us we think holy shit that is so accurate that's me and Denon listened, my partner listened to a, a video with me months ago and this like, psychologist was explaining traits of ADHD and he's like, whoa, that's you, the guy who's lived with me for a long time. And, and I was like, yeah, it kind of sounds like it is. So I went to the doctors a few months ago after things really sort of, I just felt like I was living under a really dark cloud, just to be honest with you, really dark cloud. I couldn't understand why my business was not moving the way I wanted to. I'm a brilliant manifester, but unless I know exactly what it is that I'm looking to manifest, I, I can't put my energy towards something. So I was just like, well, what do I do? Is, is this my life now? I just go to, I love my, I love my job. I love the work I'm doing. I'm smashing it, but I'm like, is, is this, is this it now? Like, well, this is so different to a few years ago. Plus for most of the month, I'm feeling really crap. So I went to the doctor and just kind of blurted it all out. And it's the first real, real time that I've struggled with mental health like that. And it's scary and it's a horrible place. Um, As unfortunately so many of us personally know about and have experience of. And she's like, okay, so here's your referral for ADHD. Because I'm hearing that you really think you've got that and this could be, this could be a thing for you. So we'll refer you, I I kind of agree, we'll refer you for an assessment. NHS, that's going to take ages and I, d- I just didn't feel like I wanted to push and say can I do a right to do like right to choose schemes where you can apply to have it quicker and I was just like I just don't I don't feel like I need to do that like let let the NHS put their money somewhere else 
Um, so I'm on the wait list for that. So that might take ages, probably will take ages. It'll probably take a year or two for the appointment to come through because there's such a backlog. Um, and the other thing was, she's like, do you want me to do some tests on you for your hormones? Because it's possible you're in perimenopause. And I'd already done quite a lot of research on this and seen a lot of this coming up as well. And I know that ADHD and perimenopause are very closely linked, whereas in, um, that I've said that completely wrong, but not like if you have one, you'll get the other. Everyone's going to have perimenopause if you have periods. But if you if you have ADHD, when your hormones start to do their thing um, at the perimenopause or menopause age, it exacerbates the symptoms of your ADHD. That's what I'm trying to say. All about not enough dopamine and serotonin and all of these things. I'm not a medical professional, can you tell? <laughs> Please speak to your own doctor, don't listen to me. Um, anyway, so this is just my experience. But So I, I went and spoke to the GP and she was so good. Oh my God, she was incredible. And I was at my, like, te- what, 10 minute appointment was like 40 minutes. Um, and she, she gave me all these numbers to call if things like, uh, like um, got bad that I wanted to do some like therapies and stuff like that. But I was like, I kind of, don't I know this for myself already? You know, when you're questioning yourself like that. But she put me forward for this ADHD assessment anyway. And she said, we'll do some blood tests to see like what's happening with your hormones. And she did kind of say, FYI, NHS blood tests for menopause are a a bit shit. And you could be in perimenopause and it won't show up. So so maybe don't expect too much. And I was like, okay, thanks for your honesty. let's, Let's try that. Anyway. Long story short, blood tests came back and they've confirmed that I am in perimenopause. So the test wasn't so bad after all. Um, And I went again to, I've done so much, so much research on this, I can't tell you. And I found the right fit for me, for what feels like the right aligned fit for me right now. And went to the GP and got some um, hormone replacement therapy patches. um, And I you know, twice a week I change the patch. It's small, looks like a nicotine patch. It goes on your hip. And within two hours, three hours of putting the first one on, I'm not kidding you, the fog had lifted. And I was like, and I felt better than I'd felt for years. And I was like, this is going to be a placebo. This has to be, this is too, this is just my expectation. I've built this up. But then it's been six weeks now. I still have lower times, like that, you know, the, those those times. But instead of being all like 70% of the month or even five days before my period, they're like a day and a half. And they're not as, they're not as bad. They're not, it's not me being really down and depressed. It's me being like irritated and kind of annoyed. If you look at the Abraham Hicks emotional scale, depression and feeling low like that is is the the lowest vibration and then happiness and joy and everything right at the top and somewhere in the middle is like there's that frustration when you're pissed off and irritated and everything's kind of like annoying so it's more like that so I recognize that the emotion is a lot um lessened in terms of that severity if that if that makes any sense So, so I've just given you my I've just given you my like life life as it's been for the last year but it's all been leading me up to this I took such a long time to go to the doctors and say like something's going on here please help me 
I don't really know why I took so long. I thought I could figure it out myself. I thought I'd be fobbed off. I thought no one wants to listen to me. Everyone thinks I've got ADHD. They're going to laugh at me. I just, and my friend said to me one day when it was really bad, she's like, what's the worst that they can do? Just go to the fucking doctor. And I was like, <laughs> I think sometimes when we're spiritual and we we're into self-help a lot and we know what we're doing, we sometimes think we know better than a medical professional. And sometimes we do in terms of how to help ourselves and in terms of the way the brain works and therapy and and coaching and the modalities we're trained in and stuff like that. Sometimes I I know more than the person in front of me because of the research I've done, but it, it doesn't mean that I need to avoid going to the doctor for medical stuff and that they won't really be helpful. So we get in a funny place, don't we? I don't know. Anyway, to sum it up, it's been six weeks since I've started um, taking these hormone replacement um, patches, granny patches. For anyone who's who's wondering, by the way, I'm 42 years old. I don't have children. Um, And I, the thing about menopause is that I think that, typically happens around the age of 50-ish, something. I'm nowhere near that, but I'm starting to feel emotionally like things are just really difficult. And when I look back at when I was a teenager and my mum was this age and my aunties and, and their friends and, you know, my my friends' mums and teachers and, you know, everyone who's probably in their 40s and 50s, I know a lot of women who struggled at that time who made huge colossal decisions like left marriages or, um, you know, were just just always in a bad mood or or like screaming at their families or, or just, you know, just really struggled with difficult stuff. And now I think, oh my God, you probably were feeling the way I was feeling, but you didn't have social media. People didn't talk about it so much and you had no idea your hormones were to blame for this hormones have got a lot to answer for they're they're wonderful but also when they're off we feel terrible so I don't I I hope that I hope that's helpful to anyone who's listening who might need to know but anyway so that's that's where I've been so it's been six weeks since I've been feeling so much better and the the fog has lifted and the thoughts and the amount of energy that I was flowing towards what's wrong with me what's wrong with my life why is everything suddenly changed why don't I feel good I feel like this is going to be a long episode sorry all all of that energy I was giving to that is now really really lessened and I've, instead of doing that I've just started to enjoy my life again and Abraham Hicks you know you know your girl is a big Abraham Hicks fan I've heard on a few different recordings but I've heard them say that after 30 days of focusing on something after about 30 days you will see something dramatic happen like if it's a big life change you will see something really big happen so it doesn't doesn't mean it takes 30 days for a manifestation but sometimes after 30 days of practicing something you'll really start to see momentum change and shift and I'd forgotten about that but in this context anyway but I um I look back in about 30, 35 days after me taking these patches and feeling differently. And what I will put this down to is um, 
flowing less energy towards the negative in my head and my thoughts things just started to feel different and feel better and feel lighter and this coincided with me going on a holiday which is never a bad thing for you to just you know look at the sea and feel like you don't have to work you feel good you do I don't know I don't need to tell you how good a fucking holiday is but anyway so I'm so I'm on the beach and I'm listening to some podcasts and I'm thinking I really just wish I knew what I was going to do with my own and on a side note I'd actually deleted this podcast about a month ago because I was like I just need to no two months ago I need to forget about my business it's clearly not happening the podcast is pointless if I'm not actually showing up and serving clients what am I doing I got myself into that when I was in that place I got myself into all these thoughts cancelled the podcast subscription and then on the day that the email came through and said sorry to see you go I was like oh shit I've made it instantly I've made a big fucking mistake why have I done that this podcast is huge for me shit why have I done it and I luckily I I got I looked on Apple Podcasts it had gone I was like, oh, I've just deleted all of that, all of that amazing content, the episodes and everything, like, it feels almost like I want to say my life's work, everything leading up to it. And I realised that if I clicked resubscribe um, on the podcast portal thing, um, I could potentially salvage it and luckily everything's back. I get a lot of people message me and say, I found your podcast, I've gone right back to the beginning and listening to everything. And I think, oh shit, oh God, what was I spouting on about three years ago? But it, and it's such a shame to have let that go, but it's back. Anyway, so there's nothing like doing something like that to make you realize what you want, because it really, really, really showed me that um, this is important to me and I, I want it to still be here. So, so this is where this is this is what's been going on in my in my little brain in my head um and now I'm just I'm I'm out of I'm out of so much of the the stress and I'm through like to the other side I've got new routines and rituals and the thing is about thinking you might have ADHD or I suppose any sort of neurodivergency if that's the right I think that's the right way to say it um is while you're waiting for your diagnosis or, or whatever, you can start to look at what people are doing to help and you can understand the community and you can listen for tips and tricks and um, ways, tips and tricks is probably not the best way to say it, but ways to help yourself. Um, and I've done that and I have realised that routine is something that's really necessary for me and I've resisted it so much. And... In all of that, I now realise that um, if I want to have the best life possible, I need to have some habits and routines and stack them and all of that. So whether I've got ADHD or not, I don't know, but I don't, I'm not going to know for a while. But all of this stuff has been so beneficial to me anyway. I'm I'm just to give you a bit of a background, I'm, I'm the girl who has always sort of said like, oh, I always leave things to the last minute, I, you know, and it's become my superpower, like, to, to procrastinate for ages, and then to smash out um, a day's worth of work in an hour, but, like, you're constantly living, like, like, you've had too much coffee, and you've got that, that jittery caffeine vibe, you know, so, anyway, so here we are, 
And last week, um, I did an Instagram post and I was like, I want to talk to everyone about what's been going on. So I, I mentioned the ADHD thing. I mentioned the perimenopause thing, told people that I had deleted my podcast in a, <laughs> in a, when I was having a moment and then brought it back. Um, and, and I'll be honest with you as well, cause I know that like a lot of you listen to this podcast for this, this kind of content and information when it comes to spiritual practices and routines and mindset work, I really wasn't doing anything. You can probably tell from the story that I've been explaining to you. The thing about me is if I want to manifest something and I really want something to happen, I need to be super clear on what that is. If I've got energy that's split in different directions, like, mm, do I want this or do I want this? Da, da, da. Same as everyone. If you've got split energy about two things that you want or something you kind of want and some and you're not sure or you're just wondering what life is holding for you then you're flowing energy in loads of different directions and you're getting nowhere fast nothing is building up momentum enough in one specific way to one specific place or outcome so I've just been all over the place like running around you know like a headless chicken kind of thing so now I've really kind of slowed that down and quieted my mind and did a full moon, um, no, a new moon um, journaling session when I was on holiday last week and really looked at what I'd like to achieve. And then all of these ideas started to come through. So I think when it comes to my business, I absolutely know now without a shadow of a doubt that I do not want to let this go. It's, it, even if, and I know it won't be, but even if it's just this podcast, it, this this is not just a podcast to me. This is so important and I love, I've done so much work. I've done years of self-development. I feel like I've been through some real struggles and self-sabotage and I've listened to so much law of attraction stuff. I've manifested so many things. I've applied it with clients and their results are incredible. And I, at this point of my time, it, it would be, a shame not to keep speaking on it because I just love it so much. So from a selfish perspective, I'm just going to keep podcasting on it. If you're here for the journey, then thank you so much. I love you. And um, I hope you, you get benefit from it. But I'm not, I'm not in this to make money. I'm in this just because I feel like I fucking want to share and I want to podcast and that's it. Side note, I know what usually happens is that when, when you're doing something for the love of it, quite quickly other things flow, like ideas and money and opportunities and all of that. But this is my commitment now. I'm 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 back here just to to share, to share openly and honestly. And I don't have an agenda for this, apart from I would love to grow the podcast to more people. I don't have like a monetary goal or a agenda for it. Like I've got other work, do you know what I mean? I've got other commitments and stuff, but I still really want to be here and, and do this. So all of a sudden it just became so clear, like just, just stop worrying about what you're selling and what's on the website and if it's a business anymore and what, and, like, and just do the thing you love and, and show up and talk openly and see if you can help people just from your experiences and I'm like well that sounds amazing of course I'm going to do that so here we are um so yeah let me know on Instagram send me a message FYI um I always put my Instagram um link in the show notes here but um 
do say hello, come and find me and send me a message if there's anything that I've talked about that you want to know more on. Um, more on, not more on. <laughs> oh dear. Anyway, so let me get back to this. So I'm on the other side now. I've looked after myself enough. I've got myself away from this place of stress and this dark cloud. Um, 30 days after feeling better, ideas started to flow. So if that's you and you feel like you, you just in a maybe not same circumstances but you're in a similar feeling place trust the process trust that if it feels like self-sabotage you need to just allow what's coming up to come up you need to allow the time it's going to take so I've written down some things that I've really learned from this that I want to share with you that I hope will be helpful to everyone who hears this whatever state or season of life that you are in so here we go First of all, talking about seasons, it's okay. It's okay to be in a changing season. I'm not talking about what's happening outside now because it's September, if you look out of the window, I'm, even though that is symbolic. But I'm talking about if you are in a place of winter right now where it's, it just feels symbolically like it's dark in your life and you're, you're in a trying time and you just you want a bit of sunlight and daylight and a bit of happiness and you can't wait for spring it's okay to be in winter we all have it we all have we have moments of feeling great and moments of feeling down and everything in between and it quite often is cyclical there's a saying that says the breakdown I've said this so many times to clients but the breakdown often happens before the breakthrough and sometimes that's just the last pieces of resistance that we just need to snap away from before we just let everything settle and then what we want we've created the space for that and it just flies straight in like the universe is always working with us it's always guiding us if something's not happening for you it's 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 like you're getting in in your own way with your resistance but don't make that a bad thing like don't vilify yourself for that sometimes you're supposed to be in resistance because it's it's a good thing you learn so much from it so wherever you are it's okay to be in a season you don't want to be in. It's okay to be in a changing season. And it's okay to feel like you're lagging behind when everyone else is moving along and, and moving forward in any aspect or area. And it, it happens a lot. And I, I've often felt like, especially in this business, everyone is around me is moving on and they're successful and it's easy. And I've been the one having the mindset drama behind and they're like, come on, like what's going on? And you feel really alone with that sometimes, but oh my God, we're all, trust me, we're with enough clients to tell you we've, we are all in that same place. Just some people don't express it, I think, but I think we all have it. And self-sabotage is a real thing, but here's the thing with that. It's always serving a purpose. So if you feel like you're in self-sabotage and why are you stopping yourself from having the thing you want to manifest? Why are you not moving forward in the direction you want to go in? Remember, it's always serving a purpose. So if you're self-sabotaging, it means there's resistance somewhere. And if you're in resistance, it's because somewhere energetically, your subconscious is trying to protect you from something that feels scary or something that you don't want or something you don't want to go back to. Usually it's just, it's quite simple. It's a fear thing. It's always serving a purpose. So if you're getting in your own way, what is it? just stop and ask yourself like what is it that I really want to have that I'm scared is going to put me into a place of um, insecurity or 
things aren't so good anymore or I'm going to be lonely or I'm going to lose something in my life or I'm going to be judged by other people. Like if you're, if I hope I'm explaining this properly because I'm just kind of gone on a side note, but if you're in self-sabotage or if you notice that it's something you think you do a lot, it, it's coming from a place of love. Your subconscious, your energetic being, it, it loves you so much. It wants to keep you safe. However many years ago, it would be, say, you know, we'd be running away from a saber-toothed tiger and that, that feeling of fear would be a good thing. Now we go onto social media, we open Instagram, we scroll, we see someone who's doing something that we want to do. We instantly feel that that horrible feeling of why have they got this and I haven't. It's the same thing. It's that, it's that, oh, it's that panicky, fearful feeling, but we've just, we've really mixed up the message. Our brains and nervous systems are feeling the same way. And all it means is there is something about what somebody has that you don't have or whatever the experience is that is really causing you to say, this is not making me feel good. And I want what they have, but I'm scared if I really put myself out there to do it, then something's going to go wrong or I'm going to lose somebody or I'm going to be judged or I'm going to be lonely. So often with money stuff, it's about other people. It's not about the money. It's about other people and their responses to us and how safe we feel in the world. Hope that made sense. Um, <clears throat> the biggest thing that I've, I've learned really the biggest thing is that is how much I want to do things quickly and we really underestimate how um how long it takes us to do things there's a Tony Robbins quote about time and I I can't remember it now and I'm going to mess it up but it's like most people underestimate what they can do in a year and sorry overestimate what they can do in a year and underestimate what they can do in 10 years no one's really interested in how much they can accomplish in 10 years everyone wants it now it's now, 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 all the time. And I've always been, and again, this is what makes me think, is this an ADHD trait? And who knows, it might just be a me thing. I've always been like, how fast can I do it? Like if I can't pay off a credit card within a month, then I don't even want to start chipping away at it. If I can't build my coaching business to X amount of followers, then oh God, well, how long is that going to take? If I can't lose X amount of weight quickly, I'm going to get bored quickly. Like it goes on and on and on. I want big steps fast. But here's the thing with that. Quite often we, we forget to take the small incremental steps is actually going to be the thing that's going to propel us forward. So we try and take a giant leap and then sometimes with a giant leap, you'll just, you'll fall back down and you'll end up back where you started and you'll be exhausted from using all of your energy. I hope this analogy makes sense. But if you'd just taken a couple of small steps, like up the, you know, as you're climbing the cliff or I don't know, whatever, then you would be further than you would be if you'd not taken the leap and then fallen back, you know? Does that make any sense? It really, really helps us to see results when we do small things and achieve small goals over time that lead to bigger things and bigger like compound goals it really helps you to to be able to see yourself as the person who can do hard things when you break it down you can do anything if you're leaping to do something really quickly you'll end up back where you started um exhausted from it and just like what's wrong with me why can't i do this and I've really, really learned that about the power of routine and compounding 
actions and movements for me. So again, this is all stuff I haven't really spoken about like this before. So I haven't podcasted for a while, so I just hope it makes sense. Um, But yeah, give me a shout. Let me know if there's anything you want me to um, clarify more on. I've done that thing again where I've said more instead of more on. Um, Okay, so here we go. It's a new season. It's autumn. It's fall. It's a new season in life. Certainly for me, it's that back to school vibe. I'm just here for it. I love September. It's my favorite month. Um, I've got so much more self-awareness and tools in my toolbox than I've ever had before. And the things that never quite fit right in, in the way I was looking at business and the industry and all of that, it's now, it feels like it's all been addressed. And now I've got a really clear direction as to where I want to go. And it's so simple for me to just flow energy to that and to be able to manifest it. I love having manifestation practices in place when I've got a really clear thing that I want to achieve rather than like I just want more this or more fun or more money or more things or you know it's like it's not specific when you've got a really clear kind of vision in mind for yourself then that's what that's what can happen and for me it's just to keep speaking to keep creating content like this to take my mind completely off anything else that might come from that and just to really get in the vibe and the flow and this is what when I started this business this is what I started by doing and I got kind of sidetracked in the high ticket coaching thing and I've learned so much from that I wouldn't necessarily change the experience but um I feel like where I am now I'm at like the best place of my life I've got so much um ahead of me in terms of time and so much to appreciate and to be completely in love with and so much life knowledge and so much purpose inside me that I'm just raring to go with it so I want to say that to you as well if life is pulling you in different directions in any facet of your life the best thing that you can do is to allow it and align with it and stop adding more resistance by fighting yourself or fighting what's happening or trying to make a decision that's not aligned the best place to be is just in a place of of calm and allowing and the results will come because the answers will will show themselves and the resistance that we feel is often masking a really simple solution the universe has already got lined up for you so that is that is a juicy podcast episode if you're still here thank you for listening to all of that um let me know what else you want to hear, like what kind of things you want me to speak on. I'm just, I'm so open to this. I've got a whole list of things that I'm excited to, to record on without the agenda of being like, um, to be really open with you of being like, and this is how you can work with me on that in a coaching program. Now I just want to be able to, to talk and speak on it, which is exactly why I'm here and what I'm doing now. So there you go. Until next time, my loves, thank you so much for being here. Um, Do remember to come over on Instagram and say hello, and I will see you next time. Lots of love.